Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomian Temper and Temporality Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 10. The Pathway Astrid lay upon the damp grass, hurting from the fall. The fog surrounding her had turned so suddenly into blue sky and green fields that she'd not braced herself for the landing. Though not a lengthy drop, and one causing no injuries, the tumble through the mist had left her dizzy, and she lay waiting for the sky to stop spinning. "'Oh, my dear girl!' a familiar voice rang out. She braved lifting her head to follow it, and her eyes widened. "'It's you!' she cried. "'You know me?' the woman frowned. "'No, don't get up too quickly. You might have broken an arm, or—' "'I'm fine. Look, Mrs. Camberwell, I need to tell you something about Rivers. He's—' "'I'm sorry, but you're mistaking me for someone else. Perhaps you hit your head.' "'Now don't start playing silly beggars,' Astrid admonished as she got to her feet. "'You're Jane Camberwell!' The woman's look of puzzlement deepened. My given name is indeed Jane. However did you know that? But my married name is Blackall. Blackall? What the... Astrid cut herself off as she saw another familiar face pacing towards her. What's going on here? A deep voice demanded. Jane? Who is this girl? No, 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 not you, not again. Astrid backed away and put out an arm to ward him off. There's no need to be frightened, dear girl, Jane Blackall assured her. This is Rivers, Astrid spat. Mr Rivers of Wickfield Park. What a lot of nonsense. Never heard of the place, the man chuckled. Name's Richards, not Rivers. Call yourself what you like. I know that face. Don't you come near me. Mrs Blackall, send for Dr Churchill immediately, he muttered aside and the woman who shared a face with Mrs Camberwell retreated into the distance. He watched her go, and when she was out of earshot, he turned back to Astrid with a malicious grin. "'You are Rivers, ain't you?' Astrid asked, as she took another step back, ready to swing for him if he moved towards her. "'Sounds like one of mine,' he said. "'You came through the fog.' "'What fog?' "'Don't bother with lies, they're so dull. I saw you fall.' "'What of it?' He sighed with impatience. Oh, give the act a rest. Who sent you? Pavel? Keel? Astrid's frown spoke for her. You... You really are something different, aren't you? How did you get into the Nexus? Make up a lot of words, don't you? What's a Nexus? Allow me to educate you. With the speed of a viper, he grabbed Astrid's arm and spun her around. Behind her was a wall of fog, rushing towards her as the man with River's face threw her into it. In an instant she emerged in a city. The tall buildings reminded her of the Royal Court at Westminster. Fancy carriages trundled up and down the roads, and pavements were filled with dandified men and women. You pass through them with ease. A seasoned traveller, I take it. She span on the spot, but could not see the man nearby. She froze when a familiar face appeared through the crowd. It was Jane only dressed in a fine gown, and accompanied by... Rivers? Oh, no, don't, don't be, be tiresome. tiresome, the now disembodied voice chided. 
Rivers, Richards. This one's Rawlings, I believe. They're all you. Well done, came the sarcastic reply. And Mrs Camberwell. Something tugged at her arm. For a fleeting moment she saw Richards, then another bank of silver mist hurtling towards her. Now she was on a farm. There in the distance, throwing scraps to the cows, was the same woman again. Jane! Astrid cried, and the woman looked up, beholding not the young girl but a man approaching on a horse. That face again. Rutherford, Rutherford if you were you wondering. wondering. <laughs> the ever-present voice chuckled. Always her, though. She's always Jane. Catching, Catching on. on. Again she was spun around through a bank of fog, and again she found herself somewhere else. She whirled through all manner of environments. The banks of a river, halfway up a hillside, the sands of a beach, a tiny village. And every time there was Jane beside the tall man with many names. What do you want with her? Who is she? Why is she so special? The man laughed. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, now, that, that really is, is one, one step, step too far, far with the ignorance. Who is she? By the stars. Astrid! Another voice called, like a light through the darkness. Astrid grinned. Prof, where are you? In an instant, Richards was beside her, looking up at the sky in angry confusion. What the? Nexus! Nexus, there's an intruder! Run, dear heart, the disembodied voice of the professor cried. To the left! Without hesitation, Astrid hurtled to her left and met a bank of silver fog. She didn't flinch as she rushed beyond it and into an open field under a deep grey sky. Now to the right, the professor called. Another turn, another wall of mist, another field. Only this one was overgrown with long grass that brushed her elbows. She slowed at the obstacle but didn't stop. Whether her imagination or a certainty, she could sense rivers running behind her, gaining with every stride. Where are you, Prof? she cried. A long long story. story. I'm I'm in a sort of control control room. room. A what? A base base of operations. operations. It's where this macabre maze is being generated. Left. Left. Through the fog and onto a country lane, splashing through patches of mud. (sighs) Who's that man? Astrid panted. First he was Rivers, now he's Richards. Why don't he make his mind up? When I met him, he was Raleigh. Quite the catalogue of nom de plumes. Whoever he is, he's running this. A sharp right and then a left directly after. Through the fog and she was at the top of the cliff. Left turn and she was over the edge. Through the fog and she was running through woodland, hurdling roots and branches. How do you find out about it? And where have you been? It's been weeks. I was stuck in one of these little illusions just like you, but I managed to break out of it. Now I found the hub of it all. Quite a scientifically spectacular setup he's got here. Left. The controls. They're unlike anything I could have imagined. Like glass panels with images inside and you just touch them to make them work. Left again. Through the fog and onto another city street, dodging indignant pedestrians. How do I get out as well? I'm knackered. I'm getting you there, dear heart. I can see the way through these little bubbles. I'm bringing you to me. Where? Astrid screamed in frustration. What's going on? Why do I keep seeing some woman called Jane? Some Some woman woman indeed, indeed, the professor mused. She's his target. target. This This Raleigh Raleigh fellow's done something something to the very matter of time itself. itself. He's He's changed her personal personal history. history. I can't can't fathom how, how, but he's created created a web of duplicate duplicate worlds. 
the same life lived over and over again, but taking a different path in each one. Alternative lives like the branches of a tree sprouting from the trunk. Right. Through the fog and to the top of a hill above the clouds. Astrid stopped and looked out in awe. Where am I? Nearly out. Just one more leap and you'll be back with me. What does he want with her, this Jane? Why is he meddling with her life like this? And how we end up stuck in it? We were unlucky. We happened to land at the point in history he created the diverging branches. 1801. I think only those adept at time travelling can pass through the fogs. They're a sort of gateway between each of the different Jane's lives. Most of the time it spits you back into the same one, only a little further on. But if you can navigate them, you can move between them. Or escape entirely. Are you ready? Astrid stood looking out at the sky. Is he trying to hurt her? I don't know, the professor said quietly. Take me back. Just look forward. You won't be harmed, I promise. No, Astrid said calmly. Back to Jane Camberwell. I'm bringing her with me. Astrid, we can't. We, I ain't leaving her. How do I get back? The professor hesitated. I'll see if I can find the path. Hold on a moment. Why is he doing this? Astrid said lowly. What does he want? I promise you we'll find out, the professor replied. And I promise we'll put it right. He's playing with her. Making her love him over and over and it ain't right, is it? I can feel it all over my skin. It's wrong. She don't belong here. Or there. None of these is right. No. No, each of these worlds was never meant to be. He's trying to change history. Like the wraith, Astrid muttered. A flash of a nightmarish creature she'd met back home creeping into her mind and its sickly talons reaching out to her. I'm not certain, the professor said gravely. Then somewhere under her voice a chiming sounded, like a bell. I found it. Jane Camberwell. That's the one. How do I get to her? The Chronicles of Professor Cronomier. Temper and Temporality. An Unbound Theatre Production. Written by Dario Knight. And performed by Erica Sanderson. With music by Kevin MacLeod. Thank you.